What's going on, buddy? This is the Pause and Reflect Podcast, and my name is Isaac, your host. This is the show and the one and only show that's going to help you raise the fucking standard of modern-day Americans so we can truly live a free life in the system that this country is heading to, which is really bad if you haven't looked outside the window lately. So that's the goal here. Every single episode, we're either going to learn a little bit about self-development, self-improvement, whatever the fuck you want to call it, but unlike any other show... We're going to be taking the fluff out of those things and actually applying these things to our life and not making it some, oh, look at this, work hard, play hard type of stuff. You know, this is real life things that I've experienced in my own life and I'm sharing with you guys, things that have worked for me and those people around me. Other than that, we will also talk about the environment that this country is in and the soil that we are growing our seeds in because that is very important to know whether you're an entrepreneur whether you're in law enforcement whether you're a teacher whatever your profession is and whatever your goals are it's really important to understand the environment that we are living in right the the ecosystem the food chain of which we are in in what position of it we are in in this country so with that said today we're going to be talking a little bit more on the self-development side of things today i want to talk about hatred and rejection this topic came up t- to me just a few days ago while I was working just a regular shift. Um, for those who don't know, I am in correction, so I work closely with inmates. And I just hear a lot of stories, and I talk to these guys, and I learn from these guys. And one of the things that I picked up on I really want to talk about was the hatred and rejection, really the rejection part of things, because I think it applies to a lot of us in life, and it's a key turning point in many of our lives that will dictate where we go and what we do. So with that said, let's get started, right? I just want to point out the obvious before we really dive too deep into it. Look, the world is noisy. Whether you're doing good, whether you're doing bad, and at either one of those, there's going to be a lot of hatred. So whether you're helping millions of people around the world, donating all your money, people are going to hate you. Or if you're doing really bad and you have a lot of stigma around your name, people are going to hate you. And at the peak of those things, each one... Um, Again, doesn't really matter what level it is at the peak of those ones, you know, it's going to be more than ever too, more than you've ever experienced. And that's when you're going to experience a lot more of that hatred and that rejection, obviously, because there's more people to go around. So just want to make sure you have that in mind throughout this episode. So diving on into the main point of this episode, again, I really want to like touch on the rejection part of things just because, man, out of my personal experiences and the experiences of the stories that I've listen to and the people around me that I've talked to rejection is one of those things that's look you can't avoid it rejection doesn't care who you are in any sense it doesn't matter how rich you are how poor you are it doesn't matter how fit you are how well known and famous it doesn't matter what you are who you are what color what age rejection it's a reality of life it's a reality of life and it's going to happen over and over again again no matter what position you're in it does not care Breakups are going to keep happening. You're going to keep getting fired. You're going to keep having disagreements with people that don't agree with your viewpoints. And that's just a cold hard truth. Like I said, it's the reality of life. And eventually, you just kind of got to learn to live with these things. Not everyone's always going to want you in your life, in their life. And you're not always going to want everyone in your life. So one thing that I've noticed when it comes to rejection, and I think that it's where a lot of people decide, or not really decide, but... They make certain choices that really hinder their ability for growth later on in their life. 
doesn't make things impossible, but it definitely makes things a lot harder. I think it causes a lot of self-disappointment and a lot of loneliness in your own life just because, again, another human being is telling you that they no longer want you in your life. And it doesn't matter if it's just one time, if you're being fired or if someone's disagreeing with you, at the end of the day, you're going to go home and be like, man, like, am I good enough? Like, and it affects everyone. So don't be one of those guys or, or gals that's like, oh, that, that's not me. It, It's you. You maybe just might not have ha- had the right um, event or scenario or maybe even the person specifically, but there is someone somewhere, some job, some argument that you will lose and you will be rejected and you will break up with that person and you're going to wonder if you're good enough and you're going to feel sorry for yourself. And this is a really crucial time in your life because what I found is a lot of people like to turn toward more easier alternatives to cope with the situation. They like to numb the situation, meaning they turn to drugs and or alcohol. And I just got to say that those are typically depressants, especially alcohol, but typically the drugs that they take are also depressants in those type of scenarios, meaning they're going to slow your system down and make you overall feel a lot shittier. Uh, maybe at that moment, it's going to make you feel better because you're in a different state of mind. But as soon as those things wear off a couple of days later, when you're craving more, you're going to feel even shittier. And as you continue to feed that dragon, you're going to feel worse and worse and eventually spiraling down a complete just rabbit hole of wow what happened to my life now you're in jail and now you don't have kids if you had kids they're probably gone uh whatever wife or chance that a wife you had is gone whatever chance that your family is gone and so on assume the worst in these kind of case scenarios and that's why you don't want to end up in these situations and that's why i'm making it sound really bad but the truth is it is really bad and those situations do happen um you got to understand the numbing the pain is only worse there's a come there comes a time where you need to realize what has happened what has occurred and the fact that you can't take those actions back and what was said back whatever it might have been what you have to do instead is focus on the things that you can't control but we'll get to that later that's a big point that i want to talk about but focusing on this first point that i that i'm making here is don't turn to these to these substances that are going to numb the pain because think about it like this when you take an Advil, typically the problem isn't just that your head hurts, right? And the Advil isn't necessarily the solution. It's just a temporary fix. The real problem is probably that you're, I don't know, malnourished. Maybe you haven't drank enough water. Maybe you didn't get enough sleep. There's so many things, you know, screen time, blah, blah, blah. But instead you want to mask the situation, mask the feeling of pain with the Advil. And that's what people are doing with alcohol and drugs, except... Obviously, Advil is for physical pain, and although emotional pain does cause the same type of effects in the body, we can't numb emotional pain with Advil. So instead, we we stick to stronger doses and stronger alternatives of drugs and or alcohol. Moving on is falling into the trap that the world hates you. You got to remember that this is just one situation. It's not the end of the world, and it kind of goes back to the disappointment feeling. Um look, you're not a bad person if you get fired. You're not a horrible person if someone breaks up with you and you're not a horrible person if someone disagrees with you, right? The truth is oftentimes in a breakup, maybe um, that person just wanted someone that they didn't think you could be, right? Or they wanted you to be someone that they thought was a perfect image, although it's not possible for you to be that person and, you know, so on and so on. 
And in firing situations, it could be many different reasons. Maybe you just didn't go with the flow of their company and maybe they just couldn't afford you anymore. Maybe they found you as a threat. You know, there's just so many different things you could, so many different angles and perspectives you can look at it from that will help you see the situation better and probably the truth of the situation rather than overthinking it as a whole and kind of coming to different conclusions that aren't true. And then the same thing as disagreements. Again, if you're listening to the show, chances are you probably have um, a kind of against the grain mindset anyway, and there's always going to be disagreements with you. Um, Trust me, always, um, when you have opinions like this. And maybe if you don't, you know, either way, whatever your opinions might be, there's going to be someone eventually that's going to disagree with you and probably prove you wrong in some sense. And it's good to know that just because that one time was the case, that it's not the permanent case and you're not a shitty person so yeah understand the truth right the truth of the matter is it's a blessing and you got to look at it as a blessing because perspective changes the game and as easy as it as it might sound to just do it's the truth it is that simple and it's to look at it a different perspective until you can believe that that is true the same way you made yourself believe that the other case was true because you constantly thought of it over and over well the same thing with this new perspective you got to think about it over and over and make yourself believe that it's true because it typically is more of the truth the truth here is that it's all a chance for opportunity maybe you maybe you getting fired or you leaving that job was an opportunity to start a business an opportunity to go maybe find a new career path because that one wasn't working for you maybe the breakup was a chance to find a person that actually cares about you or maybe it was a chance for forgiveness to forgive that person for hurting you or maybe it was a chance to just meet new people and talk to new people have new experiences and the same thing with the disagreements and any conflict in general it's an opportunity to learn from the other person and gain your knowledge and wisdom and hopefully kind of build those skills further and further so next time you have a stronger argument and you continue to grow and continue to get better that is the truth of the matter and this will matter later on is looking at life in a different perspective and it goes for all cases all scenarios all ages perspective changes the game third point i want to make here is that we make it worse by not controlling what we can actually control so maybe putting that in a different way for you to understand is controlling the controllables oftentimes when we find when we find ourselves in this position of disappointment or just sadness whatever it might be because of a rejection we tend to obviously look more toward the negative things but you got to understand that you can control things like the food that goes into your body what you drink your physical fitness level your emotions things like that right but oftentimes people feel like they can't control those things so they overeat they get fat they feel shitty they get out of shape so they drink alcohol to make themselves feel better and just shit show right so just make sure you understand that you can control those things you can build your knowledge on those things and use this as an opportunity and find time to grow yourself grow your mindset and make sure you control what you eat because at the end of the day they want you to be fat they want you to be poor and they want you to be dumb so do what you can to not be those things don't lose to the system right uh, another thing on point three is that this gives relief is controlling those controllables gives a lot of relief and real relief it's not like the temporary drugs or alcohol um doing these things you know controlling the things that you can't control will give you a sense of control when you wake up every day like man like 
I'm looking better, I'm getting stronger, I'm getting smarter, and you feel better. You're understanding the things that you can't control, and you're like, wow, maybe I'm not a piece of shit. Maybe I can control certain things. I can't keep certain things, habits in my life. And it's important to do that because it keeps tipping the needle forward every day that you wake up and realize that you're getting better, even if it's the 0.01%. You're tipping the needle forward and you're getting better, and it's giving you a sense of progression, and overall, you will actually notice a difference in the long term. So that is what gives true relief. Um, it's important to note that you probably, in some scenarios, some case scenarios, you'll never fully um, forget how you felt about something or how someone made you feel. But as you continue to tip that needle forward and as time continues to turn, it'll eventually become easier to deal with. And even, in fact, you might even be able to turn some of those emotions into fuel. So moving on to point four is take it. Uh, take the emotional drainage. Just take it and convert it into the controllables. So it's kind of tying into 2.3. You're going to take these emotions you're feeling, the anger and the sadness, and instead of just dwelling on it and being like, wow, I'm a piece of poop, you're going to use that as your motivation. And you're going to use it to fulfill those controllables making yourself better in all case scenarios right the three pillars that i always talk about the spiritual health the mental health and the physical health use that stuff to focus on those things and improving those things because eventually those are the three big dominoes that i talk about once you push those big dominoes forward everything else just seems to come together again same thing as the last point that i tried making is maybe the dom maybe not maybe all the dominoes might not ever fall over but you got to look at the bigger picture right knocking over those big dominoes first so yeah take it take the emotional damage and use it to fuel your controllables and keep in mind all these scenarios vary from person to person and it's human and we need to accept it one of the ways that i've been able to cope with this is when i feel this way when i feel like things have been taken from me i actually feel a lot better when i give and you know as simple as that might sound or as silly as that might sound it's like you know you don't have anything to give is what a lot of people like to find the excuse right that's the excuse i typically hear but again when things are taken from me when i've experienced a breakup when i've experienced i've never been fired but when i've left a job and i felt shitty about leaving that job or when i've lost when i've had disagreements with people that i uh, are close to me it's important to give back, right? Like, hey, you know, that was a good argument. Good, you know, you got me there. And, you know, let me give you some more knowledge that I might have because you gave me the knowledge you had. Um, with the breakup, right? It's giving to those people, forgiving them, showing them that you're you're at peace with the decision that they made and you understand. And it goes with all case scenarios in life. Just give back, whatever it might be, whether your way of giving is physically loving another person or financially giving to a cause or even just doing good deeds for random people, giving is powerful form of relief. And I think that's my main form of a painkiller when it comes to emotional damage that I have experienced. <laughs> Moving on to hatred. Um, it's important to understand that we live in a culture of cowards. And it's amazing what people will say and do behind closed doors. The things that they'll say to you through social media and to their friends when they're you know, having their little book clubs talking shit behind your back. And it's crazy what they won't say and how they will act when they are in front of you. I'm sure we've all experienced this in some shape or form in our life, but 
Yeah, it's important to nor- to understand that it is being normalized to be a coward nowadays. Social standards is to speak up behind a screen, and that's just the truth. You know, the social bullying, all this stuff that we talked about. You know, I think if you're anywhere under thirty, you've pro maybe twenty five, you probably learn this in some type of way shape or form while you're at school if not then the people around you right is social bullying has become a big issue a big thing and unfortunately the truth is people are hurting themselves because of it and people are suffering from it and not that i necessarily agree with falling victim to these things at all but that's a whole separate video in itself the point i'm trying to make here is that it's normal right and i think what those bullies and people talking shit don't understand when they're doing this behind a screen is that I would genuinely respect you a lot more if you just said it to my face. Like if you came up to me, and was like, Hey Isaac, this is why I disagree with what you're doing or what you're saying. And this is why I think you're a piece of shit. Then I'll be like, okay, I understand. Um, well, hopefully we can maybe change that way. And maybe this will show you that I'm not actually that person you're thinking I am. Cause oftentimes there's just a disconnect between the screen or disconnect between what someone agrees with and what someone doesn't, right? Home environment or maybe the way they explained it. There's so many different things that might be able to go into it, but the the point is that uh, I don't respect people shitting on me in my DMs or commenting on my videos. I read them and I find you to be a great waste of time because I read those comments and I answer those DMs to help people. And you're just taking time out of my day that I could be helping someone else maybe with a serious problem because that's the position I've put myself in lately and I am willing to accept that position is that people will come to me and ask me questions for help. And the fact that you're taking from those people is what I don't like. You can fuck with me all you want. You can disrespect with me all you want. Talk all the crap you want in my comments and my DMs, but please stop taking time from the people who actually care and stop shitting on the people who actually need help. Thank you. So moving on, I want you to be able to identify the two different types of haters. And I've come up with this conclusion of two different types of haters specifically out of mainly my job setting is actually where I came to this conclusion uh, talking to a lot of people, really dissecting their stories and what they have to say about life is that the two types are one, the one who envies your happiness and two, the one who finds your happiness as a threat to theirs. So the way I like to explain this is there's one person who probably doesn't have anything they're not happy in their own lives at least they don't see what they do have and they see you being happy even if it's fake from the other side of the screen which unfortunately is the case a lot of times right we look at these people like the kardashians and we're like man like they look so happy they look so great i want to look like them but in reality their life might be really shitty we don't really know because it's the disconnect right they're just showing us the good stuff and what we see and what they want us to see but even when that's not the case and it's in in person, you know that that person is happier than you. Maybe you're feeling depressed or anxious about a certain scenario and that other person is just thriving in life. A lot of times you want this person to fall and you want this person to experience some type of negative experience. And it's sad to say that there's people that think that way, but that is the truth. Is that people don't want you to be happy if they're not happy and that makes them not happy and that makes them hate you. The experience with me is obviously I see myself doing very well in my life. I like the way my life is going and I like the things that I talk about and my purpose behind these things. And people don't like that because one, maybe their life ain't going the way they want it to go. Maybe they think at such a young age, I shouldn't be this happy and I shouldn't have the things that I have. 
maybe they're upset because I'm able to stand up for what I believe and what I want to say and they can't. I don't know. But that's what I've been able to experience in my own life and the stories I've been able to learn. Um, the other thing is they find you a threat to their happiness. So either maybe, maybe they thought they were happy, right? They were living their life, a little good American dream life, making decent money, having kids, married. And then here comes this 20-year-old young buck, you know, married at 19, having a job that pays you more than you could probably know what to do with the money at 19. I'm obviously now almost 21, but when you see these things happening at a young age, it's it's hard to not be upset. And I, I'll be honest, I fall into that trap too when I was 17, 16, 15, and I was seeing these people my age on the internet making millions of dollars like it was hard to not be like damn like how do you have that or even younger right sometimes even now i catch myself in that little guilt trap and i'll be again this is me being transparent with you guys as i see these people i'm like dude how do you how the fuck did you do that at 17 like that is impressive i obviously have a much different um uh way to look at things now right a much different approach and perspective and i'm like man like that's impressive like what what the hell was I doing at 17? Why is this guy so cool and I was such a loser, right? That's bad way of thinking, but again, again, we're human and we, we always have even that split second of a thought sometimes in certain situations. It's hard to not fall into that. And I'll be the first to admit it, but in, in other ways, there could be, you know, people in my family. Um, I actually have a story about that that happened recently. Um, I got married recently, uh, as you can probably assume. Um, and I didn't invite certain people from my family. I think it was hard for those people to accept it, even though they hadn't talked to me for years. In fact, I almost forgot that they existed. That's how much they hadn't talked to me. And I understand the phone goes both ways, blah, blah, blah. But these are people that clearly didn't make a difference in my life and they didn't care to affect my life in any way. And I'm not going to go out of my way to, to pull them back into my life, especially with their negative energy. And I'll explain why even further, why I probably forgot about them in the first place. So someone in my family, a couple people got upset that they weren't invited to my wedding and they decided to obviously go behind my back, talk a bunch of shit and think that I wouldn't found out of, find out eventually. The point I'm trying to make here is these people didn't have what I had in the nicest sense at this age and they probably didn't think that it was fair that I have what I have at this age and it sucks because those are family and the fact that they couldn't just be happy whether they were there or not for what I've been able to do at this age and the happiness I'm feeling at this age is sad and it's disturbing because when they were in the same position, even though they were a little bit older, I was just as I was excited for them. I was happy and it was good times. Right. And I think I think a big misconception, too, is they probably thought that I was being disloyal to the family in a lot of cases and that's a big mistake on their part because loyalty doesn't always go two ways. I think when you think of loyalty as going two ways, you become a slave to the other person. It's almost like, oh, well, I paid for lunch this time, so now you have to pay for lunch the other time. Or I backed you up this day, so now you have to back me up this other day. Like, Loyalty doesn't always have to go two ways. It's just being truthful to what you believe in. And if backing up that person that day was truthful to your own beliefs then that's what you have to do but if them backing you up isn't truthful to their beliefs then they shouldn't shouldn't have to back you up right same case here my beliefs didn't line up with theirs and i didn't want them at my wedding and that's the cold hard truth and later to find out that these same people again talking smack behind my back thinking that i wouldn't find out and unfortunately i have to find out in a way that it just it sucks 
to think of it that way. And again, goes back to the rejection thing, right? Like personally, I've learned to cope with these type of things. I don't really feel these things as pain anymore. And I will never lose an ounce of sleep for someone who doesn't want me in their life. And I will never lose an ounce of sleep when I had to cut those people out of my own life. And I'm sorry if they feel differently, but that's how I feel. So how was I able to find these things? How was I able to spot haters from afar? It's simple as pittiness, anger, sarcasm, or the obvious shit talking, right? So even when you do get a chance to be around these people, it's easy to tell who hates you because one, they'll probably be really direct the way they're speaking to you, the way they're explaining themselves to you, even if it's on text form. You can usually feel the anger and the sarcasm and just that pittiness feeling energy. It just happens. You just know. But if I were talking physically, it's it's the obvious just rejection. They, they're showing that they don't care about you but unless they have an opinion to state about you because you have something ongoing on that they don't, in a sense. So... I think moving on that I just wanted to kind of touch on that so we'll go ahead and move on I have a little bit of a kind of tip or, or trick to to share with you guys um one way you can kind of learn to cut people out of your life and reject other people naturally is say there's a function or some type of event uh, this is the method that I've used the framework I've used for years now is if they forget about me once, it's okay. I get it. Life happens. No big deal. They forget about me twice. It's cool. I get it. Life happens. No big deal. You forget about me three times, you might as well not even try to say sorry. Because I've already stopped caring after the first time. Here's the deal. This is why I like to use this method. is Because, again, the first time, it could always be a mistake. But I, at that point, I'm like, if I wasn't important enough in the first place, then I shouldn't be... You shouldn't be in my life as as it is. And the second one is definitely just a, okay, no. And I know a lot of people have like a three strikes you're out method. I don't give a shit about that. Mine is typically a one strike in many cases. And in very few cases, two strikes, you're out. And I'll make it very clear. I'll make it extremely clear every single time unless they have a very valid reason to why I wasn't there. You know, and sometimes they do. That's really all. <laughs> That's all I really have to share with you guys today. So, you know, it's important to make sure that you don't get caught up in your emotions. And especially when it comes to family, it's really hard to not do that. And in these cases when you're being rejected and when you're being hated by your own family, but it's important to control those things first and make sure you control those controllables. So remember, this comes with the hatred as well because hatred typically means rejection as well. That's why I wanted to combine these two topics. Um, you know, in social media, you're going to see it all day long, as, especially as you continue to be more open about the way you think and the more can you continue to be open about the way you feel, you'll experience a lot more rejection, a lot more hatred, you know, and again, for me specifically, it's all the things that I've been able to do at this age, I think people find threatening and it's unfortunate because it's like, dude, I want everyone to eat. I want everyone to be well. You might not be eating at my table, but I want you to build your own table and I want you to do it younger than I did or faster than I did. Like we need to stop looking at the age that people are doing this and the genders that they're they're doing this at and the people that they have with them. Like we just need to focus on our own damn thing. And as easy as that is to say, unfortunately it's a lot harder for people to do. And although I don't understand why people get mad at these things and I don't understand 
why people react this way again a lot of the times in my life there are adults that are reacting this way and feeling these things toward me and expressing it and it's like dude like when did when did adults want to start acting like teenage little girls or teenage boys whatever you want to refer to it as but it's just one of those things that's like dude like you gotta you gotta understand why you're doing what you're doing understand the position that you're in and if that involves not going with the crowd then you need to accept not going with the crowd and unfortunately a lot of times people aren't going to like that and they're going to bully you and in today's day and world it's unfortunate that the answer to that is kids hurting themselves and you being the other side the rejecter or the hater you need to take those things into uh, consideration again don't hold it over your head like man if i break up with this person or if i fire this person they're going to hurt themselves but you got to understand that especially when it comes to the more hatred thing, the hating people behind their back and not expressing these things, how you should be expressing it, those things can have very damaging effects in today's day and age. And I'm not a believer at all in the hurting yourself method, but I do believe that it is the truth nowadays, and that is an option for a lot of people nowadays. At least they want to see it that way. I don't see it that way, but we got to learn to work with it, and we got to learn to adapt with it. So the least I could do is give advice to how to not let that happen, right? Simple things I could say is stop bullying, stop being a loser. You're just being more lame and I hate you more for, or someone would hate you more for bullying or talking behind someone's back than they would if you would have just said it to their face, being mean up front. So as I know, there's an online presence factor here and I know that haters are going to hate but here's the other truth to that is I don't know one of my haters. I know a lot of the people who support me and I take note of the people who who share their blessings with me and the people who tell me like, hey, like you helped me out a lot in this scenario and this is why. But I don't remember any of the people that that are all the opposite of that, right? The people who hate me, the people who wish all these bad things upon me like I don't remember any of you and it's sad to see that you go through all this effort and all this energy typing out your paragraphs and DM DMing me these threats and dude I'm not even paying attention like I'm continuing to be over here playing my game while you're just in the bleachers talking your shit you know you're in the bleachers saying oh you should have done this you should have done that this is why you suck and I'm you go ahead and sit your little ass back down on the bleachers while I continue to play the game myself you know you're just a cheerleader to me nothing more than that so again just to kind of conclude everything i'm not going to make this drag on any much longer um you got to learn to block out the noise as easy it is block out the noise there's always a different way that you can kind of filter things out to avoid a lot of these issues especially when it comes to the rejection and hatred one of the things that i like to do is create a list of criteria and um that people need to have like morals and values ideas and supporters things like that that are going to fit into the people that i want near me right like all my close friends all my close family that i talk to on a daily basis they all fit this simple list of criteria that i'm like yes those people will either stand right beside me or stand behind me but anyone in front of me there's no mercy for you i don't care who you are what age you are what gender you are i will always support what I support and the things that I believe in and protect the people who stand right by me and, and behind me. 
and if you hate on them i take it as the same thing as if you were hating on me so don't think that you can try to attack them instead of me anyways like i said i was going to conclude this freaking story um this episode i don't want it to drag on any longer um if all honesty i'm probably already running out of things to talk to uh, talk about anyway so i'm gonna leave you with that just understand that time heals time does heal whether you're being rejected or whether you're being hated time's gonna heal it might not ever go away it might not ever go away remember that but the further you get and the better you get at life the less those things will bother you and the further in the rear view mirror that they will become so like always if you enjoyed if you laughed if you found this valuable in any single way at all please just share the podcast it takes 10 to 15 seconds to just go down there on itunes or spotify and just rate the podcast give it a one star tell me that i sucked give it a five star tell me that i did a good job if you're watching this on youtube comment tell me what i could do better what you want to hear next whatever it might be let me know how i'm doing share these clips because that's how we're going to grow excuse me other than that i hope that everyone has a great day I hope everyone has a blessed day just know that i love you in a normal healthy way and please hug those people who feed you or who have fed you in the past and as always be safe